Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. So doing things a little bit differently today, usually we ask the three questions. What's something that's brought you joy? What's something that's been hard? And what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? But we're kind of mixing it up a little bit today Mm -hmm. and focusing on a kind of a closer look of a different aspect of marriage. This question is part of our weekly marriage check-in that you can download in a PDF. That is our gift to you. And you can go through that with your spouse weekly if that works into your schedule and just check in with each other at a, at a deeper level. And so there's a whole bunch of questions on that PDF. And this is one of them that we don't typically talk about. So we're going to dive a little deeper into that one today. Also asking this question a little differently, we're kind of going Charles Dickens style and asking uh, past, present, and future. Bear with me. You ready? (laughs) Yep. Okay. What is something that I've done that makes you feel appreciated? Mm. We're going to start in the past, and we're going to go to the present, then the future. So let's start there. What's something that I have done that has made you feel appreciated? You do such a great job of making me feel appreciated. Oh, good. And so... I want to thank you for that first off. And there's been a few times in the past that really just stand out in my mind as just feeling overwhelmed by the amount of love that you have for me and the way that you show that for me. Mm -hmm. And one of the times that I'm thinking of, remember for a while we kept a prayer journal Yeah. Um, The two of us together. And this was kind of a great time. And we were realizing, like, I typically spend time in the morning in prayer and you spend time in the morning in prayer. But your morning starts a whole lot earlier than my morning. We have different schedules for sure. Yes. And so I thought it would be so great if we could pray together consistently. And it just worked for us that if we kept a journal and I would journal a prayer and then you would be able to read that whenever you did the journal. And then you could pray that along with me. And then you would write a prayer. And then I could pray that along with you whenever I would read it. Mm-hmm. And it was a really sweet time. And I remember one of the prayers that you wrote. Lord, grant the desires of my wife. Work ahead of her and pave a path for her dreams. And mm-hmm. I, I felt so appreciated because I felt appreciated by you just that you see value in my my dreams and my hopes but that you love me so much that you would go to the lord and ask him to work um and fulfill those like that you you validated that they were good in saying that and and then you like took it a step farther like a million steps farther in just like bringing it before the Lord and saying, Lord, I think this is a valuable thing. And I would love for you to work in this for my wife, which was just, I think, one of the most amazing times that I've ever felt appreciated by you. So thank you so much for doing that for me. Anytime you pray for me, it's a blessing. And um I count myself, yeah, I do. I count myself blessed to have a husband who will pray for me like that. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad we're talking about this because knowing how you feel appreciated makes me want to do those things even more. Mm. So I'm excited about this. Yeah. 
That's what I love about this question secretly is that that's what it does. It stirs oh, on yeah. those things. So if I say or if, if I hear you speaking to me what you have appreciated mm-hmm. or what's made you feel appreciated, then it's like, oh, well, I, I want to do more of that. Yeah, because I want you to feel appreciated. So, yeah, super awesome. How about you? What's something in the past that I've done that's made you feel appreciated? Just a couple months ago. Christina and I were co-teaching a class on marriage as part of our church. And one of the things that you had said, you were talking about how important it is in marriage to embrace the quirks. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the way you told that story was so honoring. Fill in the context a little bit. Can you share what you shared in yeah, that class? Yeah, for sure. So it they asked us, what are our three things for marriage is what they asked us. And really, it was like seeking out three pieces of advice, um, tips for marriage. And so one of my three things for marriage was embrace the quirk in your spouse. And we're all a little bit funny and funky. And a lot of the quirks that you have are things that really attracted me to you when I had first met you. One of them was just your fun-loving demeanor in all of life that you just attack life in this great exciting way and everything is a game and just something to be jumped over you know just you have a fun loving way of going about things that I lack a lot of times and so (laughs) (laughs) what initially had attracted me to you um we got to a point in our marriage when I I wasn't attracted to that anymore i was kind of irritated by it if i'm honest sure and i didn't appreciate the fun loving things it was like could you just put the diaper on the baby and we'll get out the door and get to church on time and that and that was (laughs) my my hope you know is that we could get somewhere on time or you know just like get through these things And I wasn't enjoying them in the process. And there you were taking the diaper and put it on the baby's head and say, you know, oh, it's your bonnet. And, you know, you took their little legs and you would spin them around. You'd say, ride your bike, ride your bike. And they would laugh and you would have a great time. And I'm over there like, come on, just, you know, get the things done. And the moment I realized this quirk is so valuable and I hadn't been embracing it for this season Mm -hmm. was when we were in the hospital with our son Miles and he had severe brain damage and most people would say that his life wasn't even worth living or wasn't worth supporting at all and you took that child and you put the diaper on his head as a little bonnet (laughs) and you took his little legs and spun him around and said, ride your bike, ride your bike. And you were loving him. Mm -hmm. You were loving him just like you were loving all of our children and you were enjoying him. And I had nowhere to go. I didn't have to be to church on time. I didn't, you know, those things weren't important at that moment. What was important was we are here with our son uh, and we have this moment with him and you were enjoying it. And mm. I saw that and I was like, this is beautiful. And I, I hadn't been appreciating it. And that was a hard lesson to learn. Mm. But I do appreciate, I do appreciate <laughs> your corpse now. Well, I'm tearing up a little bit now. <laughs> 
<laughs> and when you shared that story uh, in that public setting while we were co-teaching that class on marriage, you know, I was so honored and felt so appreciated. I was tearing up in class too, but uh, thank you. That really made me feel appreciated. All right, so we're going to move into the, live in the now, as they say in <laughs> Wayne's world, right? Uh, in the present tense, what is something that I am doing to make you feel appreciated? Mm. Yeah, so I'm thinking like this week even, I've had, I mean, a million crazy off-the-wall ideas this week. I think um, (laughs) I'm realizing about myself is my response to any sort of stress or unknown or uncertainty is to over-accomplish or over-achieve or just over everything you know um is there any way that we could prepare i will do it to the maximum um you're a maximizer i am a maximizer and so i think this week in particular i have thrown out a million crazy off the wall ideas and even though probably 99% of them are not functional not feasible (laughs) not even good you have humored me and been really patient with me. And the reason I know that you have been so patient with me and you're not just naturally like, oh, that's a great idea, (laughs) (laughs) is because of these previous check-in conversations that we've had and you're you're asking more questions and you're asking them in a, a really gentle and purposeful way by could you explain that to me a little bit more? (laughs) And so I appreciate that, that you're at least willing to listen to me and hear me out and not just outright, that's a bad idea. (laughs) What was one of the phrases I used? I'm not dogging this. I just need you to help me understand it more clearly. Yes. Okay. And that was true. Like I I didn't quite see the picture in your head and I, I really was interested in seeing what you saw. So... So I, I just, I felt very appreciated by that, um, that you would take the time to ask questions in a gentle, in a gentle way, not in a, um, a questioning way of, of, um, condescension or that this is a bad idea. Like, why would you think that? (laughs) But questions like, could you help me understand this? Sure. All right. So something that you are doing that makes me feel appreciated Two things I love in life, blueberry-flavored things and maple-flavored things. Mm. You know this to be true about me. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, when you are shopping, you will come home with something, something we've never seen before that's flavored like blueberry or maple. (laughs) And you you give that to me when you return home, and I do feel appreciated because I know that when you're out shopping, doing your thing, you're thinking about me. Mm -hmm. So it might be silly. Like, uh, what is it? Like a... you got me like blueberry flavored coffee. And I'm like, you love me. <laughs> <laughs> I do love you. I do love you. And what is funny about the blueberry and the maple, I think that our kids have just kind of come to understand that if it's blueberry or maple flavored, they're not allowed to have it. Like, <laughs> they're dads. Like, those are your dads. Like, don't touch that. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Okay, so um, now we're moving to future tense. Mm. What is something that you would like me to do? 
that would make you feel more appreciated? Here's a vulnerable question, huh? Yeah. I think it's it's really simple. Like I I feel appreciated when you are enjoying your life, when you're enjoying being with me, when you're enjoying being with our family, when you smile about the blueberry coffee or <laughs> or just tell me things. Like I really like it when you buy me blueberry coffee. That's really specific and I can thrive off of that and, and go ahead and do it more in the future because I want to provide a life with you that we can both enjoy. All the work that I'm doing at home and, and with the kids and making a home and doing the grocery shopping, like I want to do it in a way that you feel loved by it and that you're enjoying it, you know, so I want to incorporate your favorite things and and just have a good time with you. I mean, we're here. Let's have a great time. <laughs> so, yeah, I think just smiling and just being really specific and telling me what are the things that you enjoy and tell me in the moment that you are enjoying them. Sure. That makes me feel really appreciated. This helps. This is super helpful. How about you? What's something that I could do in the future that would let you know that I appreciate you? This sounds super simple, like overly simple. Eye contact. When you look at me with smiling eyes, that really is the greatest thing for me. It's huge. It's not just letting me know that you uh, acknowledge my presence in the room, <laughs> which is nice. Um <laughs> There's just something about your smiling eyes, just so beautiful and so I feel loved mm -hmm. when you look at me. So keep looking at me, babe. <laughs> All right. That sounds like, you know, it sounds like such an easy thing to do, but just smiling at each other makes us feel appreciated. So that's mm -hmm. great. Let's just look at each other and smile all day tomorrow. What do you say? <laughs> kind of what COVID-19 quarantine is, right? <laughs> we got more time for that. Sit here in the same room and look at each other. <laughs> Drinking blueberry coffee. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening to Forefront with us. This has been Adam and Christina Hannon taking a closer look at one of the marriage check-in questions that are available to you on our weekly marriage check-in PDF. I have some exciting news before you go, and that is that our 10th episode is coming up soon, mm. and we are going to have a special guest for that episode. We're going to be interviewing Brant Hansen, who has just written his third book. It's called The Truth About Us. Super excited to hear more about him and his things about marriage. Yeah, he's going to share with us his top three things or tips or pieces of advice for marriage. So I'm excited to hear from him. We've talked about him on the podcast before, actually, about his work with Cure International. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to hear from him. So thanks for hanging out with us and listening to the podcast. This is Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon.